Uh, what was that show? I don't know. Trying to figure out. Yeah, I, I almost had it, and then you know, I saw you started, and I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're up, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the average fucking minute. Welcome back to the average fucking minute. Uh, it's been a bit. It has been. It's been a hot minute. Um, we've uh, had some time off. We're on summer schedule, right? So, which I forgot to, I was going to do a whole uh, pre thing before this about what we can and cannot talk about over the last uh, month. So, uh, yeah, well, if you're offended, we didn't have that meeting. Go ahead, average. Uh, <laughs> we're just kind of freeforming it. We're out here at church for the first time in a long time, right? I got uh, Bob motherfucking Mooney here. Yeah, as always, because, you know, I go to church. And uh, we, have, uh, we have an apostate, a super special guest star. Uh, OG the, church member. The, the prodigal son has returned. One of the founding one of the founding members of church yeah. is here in the flesh. I like uh, his hat. The, the Pope hat was a little bit much, but I like it. <laughs> he he was um, uh, man, I'm trying to make a, a religious reference. Who's the uh, Archbishop of uh, Canterbury? Yeah, there you go. There's somebody named that, I think. Uh, the, the, the Apostle uh, Scott Diablo uh, I don't know if you have an Apostle Diablo. That, yeah, that, uh, the, <laughs> the Apostle Diablo, he, he has returned to the you fold. You know, for what we call church, it checks out. Yeah, so Scott's here. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate everything and uh, hope to uh, listen to a lot more of this bullshit. Well, we're going to try to record more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we we got to actually be in the same place at the same time uh, more frequently. Uh, turns uh, out that's been harder and harder to do on the summer schedule. Um, you know, what with Whip, you know, having grandkids, the nerve of that guy yeah, to have the grandkids. Uh, so Whip basically retired a few years ago so he could set himself up for this uh, new uh, position he's got as a nanny. Uh, <laughs> it really uh, helps my drive and focus on becoming uh, retired in well, the next it, near future. Is it every day he's a nanny? No. Oh, he's on call. It's oh, no, it's only it's only when he's trying to get out of the house and do something. So, uh, he's got a pager yeah. and everything. Yeah. They beep him. Oh, do yeah. they? Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. It's just always 911. He went to JJ's. The, the, the king of beepers. So what happens on those uh, days that he waits in line to get into a certain establishment? Does he bring wait, the kid along? Wait, what? Oh, Oh, uh, that uh, welcome. That, he, he's got his own high chair at uh, Tailgaters already. Oh, uh, okay, listen, okay. He's, his name's—he's yeah. he's already got a plaque at the end of the bar. <laughs> they, they yell the kid's name as they walk in the door, just yeah. like cheers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mini whip. Yeah, whip, mini whip. Mini yeah, whip checks whip. out. So, uh, but that's why we don't have whip here. But hey, we got the Archbishop of uh, Diablo. Uh, we do. We got uh, the Apostle Diablo. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it's it's about the same. Yeah. It's uh, uh, yeah yeah. Checks out. Uh, good morning, Missy. Yeah. Well, well let's yeah. get that out of the way before I forget. Your hair looks great. So, uh, the bangs Your are fine. Your hair looks great. Uh, eyebrows, totally normal. Little uh, oil <laughs> and everything. <laughs> They're completely normal. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to have a complex all day. Uh, I'll send you the word to answer before you, and I'll beat you by one. Uh, uh, Bye, Missy. This is way inside. Yeah, uh, have fun at work today. Uh, spreadsheets uh, yeah. and yeah. whatnot. So... <clears throat> It's been a minute. We got a lot to recap, and I don't know. I wanted to start recording before we had too many beers, so that I could try to Re- remember, remember everything that we have to talk about because well, there's a lot. Well, if we go with format, we always uh, do MGA. We have uh, post events and upcoming events. Uh, your post events, we have the FU Open uh, once again. 
The drought continues. Average Johnson did not win. Dude, I went full Ricky Fowler, though. I will tell you, I went full Ricky Fowler at the FU. So you um, choked at the end. No, it wasn't like, I mean, it, we play one-round tournaments, so it wasn't like, you know, I went, I shot a record score and uh, then choked at the end. I just, uh, we're, we're going to let the... Yeah, we're, uh, we're in Avondale. Again. Fast and Furious uh, race team <laughs> go through. Was that Dom? Yeah, <laughs> Dom. Anyway, so, all right, we're just going to, I'll just hop right in. So my meltdown, I didn't have a meltdown at the FU, but my I, failure... You actually really played great. My failure to close the deal at the FU uh, started at the beginning. I mean, where do I even start? I, I played mediocre golf, right? Nothing great, nothing terrible, though. I didn't lose a ball. I didn't have one penalty stroke on the round. I ended the round with the ball I started with. Um, I just didn't. So a couple of factors, and I can't use this as an excuse as, so. I was in the car with him. What I like to keep keep telling myself is that the greens were punched, right? The greens had been punched like a week or two prior to the tournament, not in the best of shape. It was kind of a luck situation on the greens. you we could have the exact same six footer and mine would go right and yours would go left just depending on you know it was kind of a luck situation and i didn't make a lot of putts i shot an 86 which is my low round in the like i don't know in the last year probably like that's the first time i've been in the 80s in a year, I'm gonna say. Like clean in the 80s. I think, yeah. I think you've thrown an 89 here or there type of thing, but clean in the 80s at 86 is a, that's a good round. Right, right. Like I just, I, I put myself in position off the tee to have a chance at getting on the green. If I didn't hit the green, I was scrambling halfway decent. I couldn't make a putt. And what I keep telling myself is, had the greens been normal, I probably would have won. But what I have to realize is, is if I was having that problem, so was everybody else. And had the greens been normal, somebody else would have gone lower than they did and you know i there's no it wasn't like i had it and i just booted the last putt you know it was just an all-day situation i should have shot lower i left at least at least five putts that i should have made it didn't because of you know it doesn't feel good that like you shot a mid-80s round which i mean you and i if we show up at a course and we shoot a mid-80s round at the end of the day we're happy Hmm. But you shot a mid eighties round with the, uh, you know what? I had some opportunities there that I could have been low eighties, maybe even DQ type of thing. Yeah. Where, I mean, I had a round like that. I uh, played Sunday at uh, Sterling Grove with uh, Southwest Valley. Shot an eighty five, and that was probably the first time I've shot eighty five in a long time, just like average. And there were shots I left out there. There were so many shots I left out there that I'm just going. I could have been so much. And it's just the encouragement, not to, we're not going into lessons yet, but that's where lessons has got me to where I don't like go, oh, I was so lucky to shoot 85. I'm just going, man, what could have happened? What could have been? Right. right. And uh, it's really encouraging to, you know, what's well, going towards the future. It's, it's like I, I texted you and John um, like a couple days later and legitimately like it, it took me a good 36 hours at least after the tournament to realize that that was the first round in the 80s in a very long like to see the positives of it like i was so engrossed like i am every year like i'm i i don't want to you know stolen valor or anything but i'm fucking captain america in our chat like i'm 
and anybody who knows me, like the only tournament I give a shit about winning is the FU Open, yeah. right? The Freedom and Unity, America, baby, America, America, America. fuck yeah, <laughs> on a way to save the motherfucking day, yeah, America. like that's it. That's me, right? It's, and so it's who he is and what he identifies. So as. every year at the FU, I want so like I just want so bad, and the whole time during the round, I'm going, I'm playing halfway decent. I can, I could do this. Like if I just, you know, keep in this thing, I can close this out. I can get my fu. Like that's the only tournament I ever care about winning in our league. And um, when I didn't do it, I was so bummed that I didn't play better than I did and didn't close out the tournament. Um, that it took me a long time to actually look at the positives and go, you know what? Like I. Uh, I didn't lose a ball. I had zero penalty strokes. Um, I I was hitting the my irons halfway decent. I was hitting my driver halfway decent. I had a couple of loose loose tee shots. Fortunately, nothing out of bounds, but had a couple of loose tee shots. Had a couple of loose iron shots here and there. But for the most part, like I played a good round of golf, and it took me a while to to sit back and go, I'm happy with that round. Like it, I was. I was crushed <laughs> emotionally that I didn't get my FU, but I have to be happy with how I played. Now, who, um, Tom Drost, how, how do you say his uh, last name? Drost? D-R-O-N-S-K-C-Q-W-C-L-E. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Tom. It's not Tom. Michael. Mike, yeah. Yeah. Dr- yeah There's dr- an O in a whole bunch. Dr- yeah. all the consonants Some you want, sort of, there's an O in the middle. Uh, picture, like, the most Slavic-sounding... Yeah letters and but put them all together. He shot like an 80 on the button, did he? With he shot an 81, I think. But he had, and he had no penalty strikes. Cor- uh, correct. Yeah. First tournament that he's played with us this year and goes yeah. out and wins the motherfucker. Yeah. Which I'm happy for. I'm not... Which, fortunately for you, you were, what, fifth or sixth and not... I, yeah, T4 yeah. with uh, a couple other guys. So... But, but, uh, the other thing is I am sixth on the money list, the chapter money list, not, not global. I'm like pretty far down on the global, but sixth on the chapter money list, which means, you know, it's kind of one of those tour guys you're, that, you're, that you're like tentatively qualified that like for, is uh, sneaky, worlds. you know, sneaky just up there on the uh, like one of those guys where you see where they show like the Ryder Cup team standings and you're like, that guy's automatically yeah. on the team. Like, who even is that? Keegan Bradley. <laughs> yeah. So it. It, it makes me feel good. Like the the lessons, we can either get into it now since we're kind of it's a good segue, or we can save it. But the lessons um, are definitely paying off for me. Um, uh, well, for all of us, really. But uh, my I, I had a derail at the MGA uh, FU Open, uh, a smooth ninety eight, which well could have been over a hundred had I not had lessons. Uh, not to be a crybaby. I did hurt my shoulder on my swing on number three reasons fell off the just fell off didn't have enough alcohol came back shot pretty decent on the back nine story of my thing uh i did play uh sterling grove like i said shot an 85 that was a great round for me uh it was nice i was playing with uh mr sns pest control scott stafford and i outdrove him so many times that I was just so happy, and he started going back to that thing where he does the, oh, well, you always hit the ball further than me. It's like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Don't, don't do that. No. Yeah, no, don't, it, don't it, discount Except that. it's happening. Well, and that's, and that's the one thing uh, that I was going to say is, um, uh, it, not that you haven't been doing everything else pretty well, too, 
the lessons are definitely you can definitely see the improvement in your game but mostly like and I've been on a lot of tee boxes with you while you're teeing off and historically it's always one of those like how far this way is it going to go yeah. how far this way is it going to go and lately the last several times we've we've played together like you've been you've been hitting the ball well off the tee uh, prior to lessons I would basically aim for those of you who hadn't played with me I would aim basically 15 degrees OB right I would hopefully pull it down the middle typically pull it almost OB left hoping it would fade back down the middle is right. pretty much what I was doing now after lessons I basically aim for the right side of the fairway and either hit it right there or barely pull it down the middle uh, I didn't have my only bad shot that penalized me at Sterling Grove was on number nine, and it's because it's 310 to the water, and I hit a three at 11. And I'll take that all day long. If I'm going to go in the water, hitting it that far, then yeah, I'm good. Uh, it was a great drive. Just don't hit it so hard. What, right. What am I going to yeah, do? You, you, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take a little bit off oh, of it next time. Oh no, Bluto. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. How can you do that? Uh, and you know, to sum up the Sterling Grove, I won my flight, so you know. There's that. Yeah. Winning's well, always good. It wasn't, no, it was no FU Open though. Right. Well, you don't get a sweet trophy yeah. like the FU. Uh, so I guess that, do we want to touch on Prescott before we go lessons? Uh, I, I suppose. So yeah. So the next tournament coming up, um, and it's hard without chapter leader here. Yeah. He, right. Yeah, with his computer that actually tells us yeah. answers instead of, you know, you and I just going, oh, so, uh, July 5th. 15th, 15th, 16th, There's like a that? Saturday in July that's the 15th or 16th. That's the day of the tournament. That's the day of the tournament. We are, which I saw this on, uh, uh, Whip actually announced that, you know, you'd have the hats for uh, yep. uh, Antelope Hills, and somebody asked north or south course. I think it was Jimmy Claus, I'm not sure. Uh, it's north is what, yeah. what was actually fi we, finalized we've, today. We've played the south course the last couple of times we've done this tournament, and uh, south course is more forgiving. It's a little more friendly to the mediocre golfer um north course a little more challenging a little more penal but it's more fun north course is more fun south course you know a little more i think north course has I, I, instead of fun i'd use the word adventure there's like more to it to where there's more to see right the south course kind of like oh this is holes like the one we just played kind of thing where you're more in the trees in the north right. course and you know i like trees <laughs> It's, it's definitely one of those where, um, I don't want to say it's not a bomber's course, but uh, accuracy is paramount for sure on the north course. Um, and that's one of the things that, that is going uh, gonna to trouble me because, uh, you know, even though I'm, I'm steadily, incrementally, you know, chipping away at my handicap and getting a little bit better, a little bit I, I shouldn't say a little bit better. I'm getting a little more consistent. And see, and I think that's the thing, um, and not, not to go full lessons, but for, for people at our level, a lot of times we confuse better with or good with consistent. Like I shot, my 86 that I shot at the FU was by no means good. Like I wasn't hitting great shots. Yeah, I hit... It was, you know, for us playing together as much, it was the most unimpressive 86 I've I ever hit, seen you shoot, and I, I hit, haven't seen you shoot a lot of 86s. I hit maybe two or three shots that I would consider, wow, that was a good shot. 
And but for the most part, it's one of those where you just stand over the ball and you hit it, and you're like, okay, it's a little underwhelming, but it's cons- I can play that mm-hmm. right. Like I'm consistent. I know what I'm going to get when I stand over the ball. For the most part, like I know a general direction. I know a general distance. It's you know, it's nothing. Yeah, you know, I'm not throwing darts. I'm not backing up. I'm not going going past the pin and backing it up. You know what I mean? Like that's not what's happening. I'm just. I'm saving strokes by losing the inconsistency, you know, and so that translates to playing a better round, and that's, you know, for people at our level, I mean, shit, that's the difference between shooting 100 and shooting mid-80s, you know, Um, so consistency, and that's what you need uh, to get back to Antelope Hills, North Course, if you can have a idea as to where your ball is going to go and have the confidence to pull off the shot consistently that's where that's where that's the guy that's gonna you know bring home the bradish the claret jugs jugs. one of the best trophies in the mga second best Uh, second best yeah fu fu is first for sure 100 percent, and uh yeah claret jugs uh, at the home of greg houston's uh bronze ticket for worlds last year oh yeah so yeah so there's a bronze ticket in it for you to whoever wins that's not true and for those of you out there in podcast land that maybe aren't members of the mga the bronze bronze ticket is a uh, free trip to worlds uh all expenses paid uh less a dollar or something i think he charges you a buck (laughs) because he's got to because he can't do a hundred percent discount on the website (laughs) so uh, so anyway, we got Antelope Hills North. Uh, most of us are going up on Friday. I know uh, Whip's getting a practice round together. I'm out because, you know, I'm not a retired nanny. Um, uh, yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Uh, but he'll be up there if you want to get with him, with uh, you know, seeing about doing a practice round with him. He's not paying for your ass, so you're going to set that up on your own. Yep. Uh, but they will be playing a practice round on Friday. On Friday. Uh I know we're staying Whiskey Row area. I'm sure there's going to be a huge hang at either Matt's Saloon or, uh, you know, somewhere else. Uh, Friday night. Friday, Friday night, night will probably be, you know, a decent hang. It, it'll try. Well, I'm going to try to be timid because I need a Claret Jugs trophy at my house. <laughs> uh, and But Saturday night will be the off-the-hook thing. So make sure you, if you are driving up Saturday morning and you plan on having a good time, get yourself a room because... Uh, Dude, they're you, not. it's not that expensive. Get a room. It's a hell of a good time Saturday night. I mean, between, I, I mean, there's, see, and that's another cool thing about our chapter is we have different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sex, not sex, S-E-X. if you will. Yeah, click. Is Groups. High school, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know. We got the greasers. We got the socias. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got the preps. The, got, the, got the jets and the sharks. <laughs> um, no, I mean, there's just, there will be guys at Matt's. There will be guys at, uh, uh, I uh, can't the even remember. Yeah, the, the other bars that are up there that we were in there, and have there, no idea. There, there might be people singing karaoke yeah. if you're into that sort of thing. I, mean, I like think I can find that bar if I was, uh, if I had to. I see you could drop me there, I, <laughs> dude. You could have Bear Grylls, with, like guide me, and I'd be like, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea where where I'm at. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Is there fish in that creek? Because I think I'm going to die here. <laughs> it, 
I have no idea. I know we walked there, so it can't be that far. Uh, we know we like that bar because the bar tab was what, like 150 bucks for eight for like... to drink for two hours. <laughs> oh, it was longer than that. Yeah. We were there. Yeah. We were there for a minute. And uh, I'm just talking the part I was conscious. And uh, yeah, dude, that guy, that guy, that bartender was pouring them. Yeah. He, yeah. Hey man, the little stopper that stops at one ounce for a shot. Yeah, he didn't have that. Was that the same place as somebody talked trying to take over a hot dog stand or something? Oh no, that was uh, you want to get with uh, D Rod and uh, Weaver. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was during uh, the Northcott. So the Northcotts do a tournament up there every year, and that was that was during that tournament, but. I wasn't there for that, but yeah, apparently somebody. And we we were told there was a really cool karaoke bar this way, and uh, <laughs> as we walked for what seemed like that was twenty uh, miles, uh, we got there, and uh, Candy Meehan, Candy Meehan, yeah. and uh, yeah, her uh, infamous husband yeah. uh, <laughs> decided and, it's karaoke night, and so we went we went karaoke <laughs> night, and uh, Ken got to introduce himself to a tranny. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's okay if that's um, who you are. You know. Uh, but you know, that's that's the way this. You can only talk to a dude with tits for so long before you got to realize it's a dude with tits. Well, when he showed me pictures, when 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 she showed me pictures of her with a beard, uh, yeah, I was out. Yeah. I was out at that point. That was you know, and and the fun thing is, uh, I know y'all know uh, there is a Mrs. Average. Uh, she was laughing her ass off the entire time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, what else can I say? I, I wasn't hating on anybody at all. I was, you know how I am. I make conversation. I like to, you know, reach out and touch people. Not literally, it was just. Is that your dick? I think that's your dick. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like there's something. I feel like there's something poking back. Should should that be happening? Uh, was that wrong? Should should I not have done that? <laughs> no, it was. I was making pleasant conversation with a uh, lovely you know, young man. She, I'm going to tell you, she was not unattractive. Meanwhile, I was, I don't know, 40, 50 beers deep. Uh, but no, I had switched to liquor by that point. Yeah. Because homeboy yeah. at the bar. So get this. Pint get glasses of tequila, yeah. I recall. So, so we get to this place, and I'm like, fuck, man. We're at a karaoke. It wasn't a karaoke bar. It was a bar, a regular bar karaoke. that just so happened to have. It was karaoke night. They have pool tables and shit. Like, it was a regular bar. So when you were at this bar, were you looking for snacks? No. Because I hit with tequila and snacks. Yeah, listen. Uh, no. Maybe uh, maybe at the end of the night. But we get there, and this was after this was after the tournament. We had gone to dinner. We had uh, gone to a couple other. This was the night where you were taking pictures with everybody going, I have no idea who this is. Yeah, you know? I got it. Yeah, selfies. And look people, at my, look it, at my Facebook a, if you want to see it. It's amazing <laughs> how many people will pose for a selfie with you just because. Yeah. You break out your phone. Hey, you, uh, you want to take a picture? Take a picture. And the caption is, I have no idea who this yeah, is. The, yeah, the, the lady who uh, was, it was the char- It was aftermarket Charo. Yeah, some sing- <laughs> the singer at whatever bar we're at was just like, look at me, look at me. And I'm like, oh, hey. And I grabbed me an average. We took pictures like we knew who the hell she was. We had no idea. It was after, you know who Charo is, right? So imagine yeah. you order Charo on the Wish app. Uh, it's, yeah. But we had no idea who she was. No, she I couldn't didn't. sing for a bit. I, I could uh, sing better than her. There was better song going on at the karaoke place later. Right. So anyway, so to get to the karaoke bar, to finish my whole training story, I feel like I've, ta- I've told this on the podcast. Yeah. 
So, uh, apologies to all you out there in podcast land if you've heard this before, but it bears repeating. Um, Trannies are people. We're, too. Uh, we are, um, <laughs> you know, we're not royally liquored, but we're, you know, we're all right. We can find our put, way back put to it the this hotel. Way. I, I don't know how we got to the bar, <laughs> but we we're at the bar and I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, I'm beard out. You know, I've, I've just had too many between beers and seltzer. I think I was drinking Topo Chico's and shit. And I'm like, fuck, I need, I can't do this. I can't do this all night. I'm fucking bloated. Got a big zit in the middle of my forehead. Like it's, it's bad. Right. I remember the zit. <laughs> well, you had a zit on your forehead. That's the reason why the guy hit it. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't uh, know. He thought he was Indian, and it was yeah. a sign of and, uh, so, <laughs> so, I'm like, fuck, I got to get some tequila. I got, if I'm going to go all night, I got I to gotta have a maintenance liquor because I can't do carbonated drinks anymore. Like, I'm done. And, I, and I'm looking around, and everybody's got rocks glasses, right? Everybody's got, like, fucking these bucket glasses. And I'm like, damn, dude, I'll fucking mow those down. Because I learned to drink from my mom, which, uh, for uh, those of you in the uh, close inner circle, you, y'all know my mom, right? She's not an alcoholic. She doesn't even drink. But this woman can put down a beverage. Like, she, like you give her a beverage, and it's, whoosh, it's, it's gone, right? Like, she... This is how I was raised. So it doesn't matter what beverage I have in my hand, it's going down. So you give me a couple liquor and it's going down. So I'm like, fuck, dude, I'm going to be mowing these down. So every time I drink liquor, I try to order it tall so that I'm getting the same amount of liquor, but I'm getting more mixer. Like it's, I'm not trying to get trashed, right? So I go to the bar and I'm like, hey, man. And this is a big dude. This is like, he is, uh, all right, Skyler Peters, yeah, ish, you know, fee five fo fum, right? Yeah. This fucking guy, and I'm like, hey man, um, y'all got any pint glasses? And he's like, yeah, and cool as shit. This guy's cool as fuck. I'm like, you got any pint glasses? Yep, sure do. And I'm like, because I didn't see any, nobody. And he's like, yeah, fuck them. They don't know. Like, you order a drink, I'm gonna pour you a drink. Order it. So I go, give me a pint glass, uh, tequila, soda, lime. And this motherfucker fills up fills up the pint glass with ice, right? And I swear to Christ, dude. Lick, 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 lick. With a splash of soda. Lime. And I'm like, holy fuck. All right. So I'm, meanwhile, still raised by the same woman. Here we go. Glick, lick, lick. It's going down. You know, and uh, so that's how the evening was going, and it, and there was some turnover in the bar. Like we were kind of at multiple tables. We had a big group, and um, this the one table that we had in the middle had had kind of had some turnover, and I was out on the patio, came back in, and there was, uh, and I'm from my perspective. I'm just speaking my perspective at this point. There's this girl sitting by herself at the table she was lonely meanwhile it's our table like we'd claimed it and i'm so i go over there and i just start rapping to her like hey you know what's your story like what you're here by yourself <laughs> what's going on I not like it's like what's your sign and it's like dude nobody says that anymore. no it was not even remotely <laughs> dude i i don't i'm not into astronomy um i just start talking to her and she's like oh you know hey and dude 
10, 15 minutes, I'm talking to her and she's like, you know what? I really like your beard. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of attached to it. This is the line I tell fucking everybody that's like, oh, nice beard. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I'm kind of attached to it. It's and, fucking my response. And if anybody ever has heard him say that, you just heard me eye roll. Yeah, it's because it that's the only... <laughs> fuck, dude. Like, I'm tired. Oh, nice beard. You know, I'm more than a beard, right? Like, I'm a person. I'm a human being. I am not an animal. <laughs> so... So I'm like, oh, cool, you like my beard? And she goes, oh, I used to have one just like it. And I'm like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> uh, was that the middle one who said that? <laughs> and she gives me that look like, oh, it just hit you. <laughs> like, normally people figure it out way sooner. She's like, it just hit you, didn't it? And I'm like, I mean, and meanwhile, I'm trying to be like, no, that's cool, you know, whatever. And, and she breaks out her phone. And I'm saying she because, you know, it's June yeah, still yeah, it's, yeah. for another day. And um, she shows me pictures and I'm like, that's a motherfucking dude with a beard, a sweet, a nice beard, by the way. And I was like, all right. So anyway, uh, and I started, I just, yeah, I felt so bad, but I, I turned around. Yeah. He gone. He gone. At that point. Yeah, she gone. Well, or it's well, still, once it's I, June. once yeah. I realized, you know, what I was dealing with. He gone. So that's my, uh, you know, almost made out with a tranny story. I didn't almost make out with her. That's just the he, exaggeration. He could have made out with a tranny. He just yeah. I, first of all, I wouldn't have. It doesn't matter if she was or wasn't. Again, Mrs. Average right there, even if Mrs. Average wasn't right there. Uh, and Mrs. Average and, and uh, Jessica and myself were living our best life, laughing our asses off <laughs> at what was going on. Because we weren't drinking a pint glass of tequila. You guys were saying, hey, Wally, look at the beer. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, not not one of my uh, high points in my drinking career, for sure. But, um, you know, fortunately, I didn't, uh, didn't make any, uh, didn't touch two positives yeah. together, you know. You didn't try to dock or anything? No. Well, she, <laughs> no. She didn't, or he didn't... Uh, Try to get you to buy you a drink or something. No, or no, there was no. nothing. I mean, he was cool as shit. Like it, it, we were just having conversation. It was just I was talking shit and and. Now I gotta ask you a question. Did you guys know this was a gay bar? It was not a gay <laughs> oh, bar. <okay. laughs> I thought you just walked into a bar. No. Yeah. Not, hey, is this a gay? Oh, hey, not one. not remotely. It was uh, it was actually matter of fact, like it, bar was cool as shit. We're definitely going back. Like. Sorry to reveal our, our big plans for Saturday night in Prescott. And but if you guys want to know how to get there, we have no idea. Yeah, you, uh, I know. So you walk. <laughs> yeah, you, you walk. You walk straight for a while. Let's and then sit here at Whiskey Row and you walk, start walking. You walk straight, it's, and then you turn, and then it's like a, around the corner. There's a downhill, and then there's an uphill, and there's a bar. There's like a little parking lot, <laughs> and uh, there's like this door that you go through. The ceiling's low. so Is it underground? No. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. And uh, people will take pictures with you if you want to. Oh, that's good. All the way there. Yeah. You can get anybody to take, yeah. a, take a picture with you. There we had like five, six people that were like, oh, yeah, well, take a picture. Meanwhile, Bob's like, hey, you know I'm a minor celebrity? I think I was pre-minor celebrity. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh that was Vegas. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. Vegas oh, it was pre-Vegas. 
that was when Bob was finding his. Yeah, I was finding my minor celebrity. Yeah, yeah. he was becoming. He was building this persona. I was mm-hmm. trying to be in touch. With we my hadn't even started the podcast at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's right. And he was already yeah. building. It was brewing inside of him. <laughs> and then when I was like, "Hey, what do you think about doing a podcast?" He's like, "I'm in. I'm in. I already yeah. got. I already. I, 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 I've already been that guy for." <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Prescott. Uh, to 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 bring this full circle, Prescott's a good weekend. Um, you know, whatever your, uh, you know, tendencies or uh, whatever, whichever way you lean, you can find it Saturday night at Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good weekend. Um, we're going to take a uh, quick, well, what does it matter? Why do we even announce yeah, it? Because yeah. it's immediately, uh, uh, and we're back. How about bye and then we're back. Uh, we'll be right back. See? And just like that, we're back. Yeah. I didn't pee. I did. Uh, I had a, I had a good stream. Uh, see, Pearl James right. sings about that even flow. <laughs> uh, listen, we're uh, we're all north of forty. Um, uh, we'll touch on it. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but like, am I the only one that's like scared to death to wake up with a giant fucking prostate and like can't get, you know? Uh, I, yeah, yeah, you are. I, actually, I'm the only one that worries I've, about that. Well, I don't. I can't speak for Diablo or no. Whip, but I don't think don't about that about at all i don't have it what i'm saying is though like i'm just i'm i have like crippling anxiety about shit that happens to you well as far as the prostate thing what i'll tell you is i had when i was about your age way back when uh i was terrified because when i was you know 39 they go prostate exam at 40 and i went in there and they go oh no we can do that mostly via blood test you don't need to do that until you're 45 I'm like okay cool and so I get there at 45, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to, here come, here comes the thumb. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and I get there, and they go, oh, no, we can pretty much test everything we need to know via blood test. We don't need to do it. Uh, we'll wait until you're 50. And then I go in when I'm 50 doing the, gosh, I, I don't even want to hear the latex glove snap. I just don't. And they go, no, nah, we pretty much got it all covered. It's all blood test now. You don't, there is no physical exam unless we find something. And I'm going, did I just skirt the whole freaking stick your finger up well, your butt? Well, <clears throat> to be honest with Sorry, you... Sorry, Jessica, I know that's a thing. I'm not even so much worried about the, the finger test. I'm worried about... I, I, let, let me back up. I'm not saying I'm welcoming the finger test. What I'm saying is, <laughs> that's not the crippling uh, anxiety. You did hear your tranny conversation. The, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the crippling anxiety comes from, you know... I don't want to be that guy, dude. Have you? You've been, every, dude. You've been in the men's room stall, where that's what you're, I was thinking. You're standing there, and there's a dude that's struggling, and it's like drip, little bit, push a little bit out, and you're just like, what the fuck, dude? You, you can de- you can see him doing the uh, you know that cold shiver constantly, but it's not the cold shiver. It's the let me just turn my body real quick and see if something else right. comes out. Dude, yeah. he's squeezing yeah. it like a yeah. tube of toothpaste, you know, uh, trying to... Uh, I will tell you that I know several older folks than us that have had the prostate issue, and it's a quick surgery, and you're solved, and All I don't right. know why people so are doing it. So it's nothing I yeah, need to, like... It's nothing long-term. I don't need to lose sleep over it. I mean, I we'll make fun of you for your colostomy bag for the three weeks you get it, but, you know... I can focus more on the would-you-rathers so, Yeah, would-you-rathers. I'm wondering... Now, if you had dicks for fingers... How would that affect your prostate? Yeah. Ooh, see, it would take that much more pressure to get it out to your fingers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I'm wondering, how did I get fucked? Because uh, you're older than me. You're oh, okay. Because uh, yeah, the 
first time I did, uh, finger went up, gloves went off. The doc threw a towel and said, "Wipe." Wait, and I'll see you later. Wait, the <laughs> wait, the doctor raw dogged you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the, the, the glove came off. The glove came off and everything. I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" Holy smokes! Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was really actually a doctor. That's <laughs> the, the, yeah, the doctor. Doctor's like, "No, I have a latex allergy. Uh, I can't." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should be getting your prostate exam at one of those oriental massage places. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, one hung low. Massage yeah, yeah, and yeah, prostate yeah. therapy. Oh, you want your prostate check, big boy? Only for $5. <laughs> hey, that's that's culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we here at The Average Minute, don't we don't ever, uh, you know, get I into was, that uh, territory. appropriating where the uh, voice of a female masseuse that may or may not have been Asian. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Make you holla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do we get sidetracked? I never know. Yeah, I don't even know what we were talking about. Well, you were talking. You brought it up, <laughs> right? Uh, worried about your prostate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you so know what? anyway, lessons. How, how's that going with your? Prostate? Oh, we're going right into lessons. All right. Yeah, speaking let's, of, let's go into not fun stuff. Speaking of having something rammed up your <laughs> yeah, cornhole. Exactly. Um, do we no. have a podcast since we played with uh, Hefe? We have not. Oh, so let's dive into that. So, all right, yeah, that's that, something that's to a recap. Full, that's a full segment. Yeah, that's a that's a show. Yeah, that's that's, that's a show. A show. Yeah. Uh, what happened today? Uh, I'm Nothing. gonna need more beers. That's a show. So no, we did have the 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 warm up round before the fu was Yumi Whip and our golf instructor, El Jefe. Yeah. So, uh, we got him out on um, Estrella Golf Club of Estrella. I, I got the short straw and got to ride with him because, uh, you know. Well, I was going to, and then he put his bag in the driver's seat, and I went, nah, I'm out on that. I don't ride bitch. I, I'm not riding bitch for you or anybody. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of you saying that because I don't like to ride bitch either. And, uh, <laughs> when you, you, you call me bitch, I'm like, you know, uh, it's going <laughs> to. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the next car over, Whip's putting his bag on the passenger seat. Yeah. Uh, no uh, yeah. implications yeah, there, yeah. John. Uh, we're not well, calling you, know, you anything. I just, he uh, you know. identifies as a nanny now, so uh, it, it makes sense. It checks, checks out. out. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it worked out. Uh, I, I rode with Whip, and you know what? Who had the best round? Uh, I did. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of that was... I'm riding with the instructor. Uh, you're kidding. And uh, <laughs> you're just doing the, okay, think of everything he says because he's going to critique you when you get back to the cart. And so I just basically, I swung the way oh. you taught. Oh. Uh, hold, please. I ended up shooting a uh, smooth 89, which is substantially better than what I shot the next day at uh, Coldwater. Uh, right. You went into Coldwater with some confidence. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to do great. And then, you know, reasons. I don't want to be a bitch, so I'm not going to cry. Uh, but, so, uh, the nice thing with our instructor is, uh, and I really think anybody who gets lessons needs to do this if they are going to play with their instructor. You need to call him Milos. Yep. At least through the first nine <laughs> holes. Uh, and what was the best thing about our instructor is when I finally brought up him being Milo should around hole 11 or 12, <laughs> he got the he reference. Got the reference. And when he got the reference, it's we, like... I think yeah. we had to tell Whip who Milo yeah, was. Yeah, Whip, Whip had to explain it. Uh, okay, so Milo is the tennis instructor in Seinfeld that sucks at tennis. He's the tennis pro <laughs> yeah. that sucks. Yeah. And so the, the whole conversation was about, 
could you imagine if you had a golf instructor that when you actually go golfing with him, he's worse than you are, and you're learning all his uh, traits? Well, our guy, uh, Jeff, uh, he hits it okay. I, I know he's a listener, even though he's closeted. He tries to say he doesn't. Yeah, he tries. Uh, to, yeah. He tries to say you don't listen, and then he's uh, like, "Oh, uh, this episode, you guys were yeah. what? Oh no, uh, I so, heard. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, from Matt. Uh, he hit the ball okay. Average and I outdrove him most of the day. Uh, <laughs> couple Aaron shots by Average and I is the only reason why we didn't beat his 73. Uh, no, if we outdrove him, it's because he was playing from the tips and we were playing from uh, like no, the silver what? No, Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we're not pointing out the fact we had a, probably a 100-yard head start so, on the ones so, we outdrove him on. So this guy plays from the tips and just gets up. You talk about, all right, the anti-slug rating. Like he's, he's like, no pre-shot routine. Just fucking tee the ball up. Whoosh, down the middle. Yeah, if you guys ever played with me and realized that, dude, you play too fast, uh, he's twice yeah. what I do. He, and, then, I mean, and then gets out the ball and puts it on the green. I mean, he plays boring-ass golf, right? Middle of the fairway, middle of the green. He either makes a putt for birdie or he two putts for par. Yeah. That's his round. Like, uh, okay. He had, I think, one bogey on the bat, on the front? I, I don't even know. Yeah, he, I think he had an OB and ended up getting a six on one hole. Everything else was par or birdie. That's right. But that's, it's like, okay, well, checks out. So uh, he's the not Miloš, but we're still going to call him that just for fun. I forgot forgot to call him that when I went to my lesson uh, yesterday. Miloš. (laughs) (laughs) Another point for Miloš. Look at him. He's not a man. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So anyway, uh, lessons... Uh, that was a great round for us to enjoy, like, seeing our instructor yeah. do what he's trying to tell us right. to do. Because I, I actually pointed out on whatever par 5 that was, 13 or 14, that uh, he just, that was the epitome of the swing that he's trying to get me to do, is he just hit that swing and you're just going, oh, baby draw right down the middle, about 300. Huh. Yeah. You didn't swing at all. No. You fucking asshole. You should teach me that. Oh, I'm paying you to do yeah, that. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah. And uh, he's teaching you that in increments of, uh, you know how you're at like 80% of that? We're going to give you 80.001 of that next lesson. <laughs> it's baby steps, dude. Yeah, baby and steps. It's paying off. Oh, I, I uh, my lesson this week, uh, I skipped my lesson the previous week because I didn't have enough golf to care. Uh, my lesson this week was more the same of I'm just really trying to master that wrist snap. <laughs> I'm just really, I, I mean, the timing of that thing is just so difficult. It's almost like I should just, like, keep my wrist cocked and not do it at all. Is kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> just just abandon the <laughs> just wrist Just abandon the whole wrist snap altogether. Just, just give up. <laughs> give up on the wrist uh, snap. For those of you who don't listen, uh, context, there is no wrist snap. There's no wrist snap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he has me, you know. What the shaft lean and you know keeping that elbow tucked into your ribs yep. and uh, when I do it, when I do that part correct, my follow through is gold, Jerry. It's gold. But getting there, it's like, man, I, how come I know how to land the plane, but I can't fucking fly it. <laughs> Where uh, I'm, I'm the opposite. Well, no, I guess, I guess I'm not. I'm not the opposite. I, we're. All three of us, and he and he reminds me of this every time I'm in the lesson, but all three of us struggle with some similar things. Not everything, but some similar things. 
my thing that I'm really struggling with right now is, uh, is I'm, I'm so focused on getting the weight forward, getting the hip toward the target to start my downswing that what that's translating to physically for me, and I know this is an audio medium, so I'm going to try to describe it as best I can, is picture me at the top of my backswing, and instead of just moving my hip to the target, I'm moving my whole body toward the target, which creates an over-the-top. Mm-hmm. So mentally for me, and it's it's weight, for those of you that aren't, have never done lessons or, or aren't doing something like this, it is way harder than it sounds you know you watch all these stupid videos on youtube or have somebody tell you oh yeah you know you get the uh bump your hip tilt your shoulders the other way tuck the elbow in uh, in to out shallow swing and the thing with the lessons you're watching on youtube is yeah they make sense you can completely yeah. duplicate that put a camera on you right and well show and it's not even so much it. about it's not even so much about a camera as much as it for me anyway as much as it's like going I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but it's about while I'm swinging a club, I'm thinking, okay, move, bump the hip toward the target, shallow, do all this stuff. I can't do multiple things at the same time while trying to hit a golf ball. It, and the last, I don't know, handful of lessons for me have been take a bunch of practice swings. Okay, look at how perfect your practice swings are. You can do the swing. Your your fucking practice swings are, are money. Like he records the practice and goes, look at this practice swing. It's everything I'm trying to get you to do. Put a ball in front of me. Now I'm worried about hitting the ball. Yeah. And it's and that's where it breaks down. And so instead of just bumping my hip to the target and shoulder tilt, tuck the elbow, shallow swing, into out. And a lot of that. I'm moving my whole goddamn body toward the target to start my downswing and coming in steep. And, and I think a lot of, like, from watching your swing based on what we're all being taught is you had so much baseball-type history in your swing to where you're still trying to incorporate some of that generation power into your swing, where in golf, you don't really need that. Right. You, it's, it's way more hockey-esque than the baseball swing to where... Uh, it's where it really helped me is uh, I was a water skier basically wakeboarder and the idea is you pivot around a center point when you're doing anything on a wakeboard and so when he finally got me out of my hips way I actually learned to turn my hips and follow through with my hips now it's all my arms are fucked up uh, as far as keep your elbow in keep your you know this is all my thoughts yeah. elbow in wrist cocked and, uh, and you know, try to do it all at the same yeah. time Left because when closed, you focus on your blink, arms blink twice you know because when you focus on your arms you lose your yeah. you lose your hips yeah. uh-huh. and you go okay wh- what do you want me to do right now I can do one or I can do the <laughs> yeah. other but I can't do them both well, I, I always tell uh, Hefe uh, it's like look you gotta understand me I'm the kind of guy that has this photographic type of memory type of thing of I am basically. Are, are you just trying to say that you remember every line from every sign? Uh, no, episode I'm saying, or, I, I, yeah, I, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, that's more of uh, auditory listening because I just have it on. Um, but I have actually like a three by five index card in my brain of uh, don't sway your hips, uh, keep your wrist cocked, keep your elbow in, and I visualize that. It's like much like uh, you guys mock me with my uh, CJ giving me the uh, what, whatever the hell he said. TLC. TLC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those little things, if I could just get 
three or four keys to focus on in my golf swing instead of the 35,000 swing thoughts that we all have, you're right. better off. And like I think I played great on Sunday mostly because I was focusing on just getting to the right position and hoping everything worked out tempo-wise. So I was only thinking on two things, and I played well. Uh, and it's it falls in place. Now, I went to my lesson. I wasn't focusing on those two things. And he's like, oh, let's rehash this. You know, you're gloving. And I'm like, ah. And See, you know where my breakthrough happens in my lessons is when I abandon when I abandon all of those swing thoughts. Because, and, and, and Jeff will tell you, like, like he tells me, like, your practice swings are money. So stop thinking about it. And that's when he goes back to, he just starts talking to me about whatever. Yeah. Starts talking to me about your lesson. Oh, he, or, he or, John's, that and, or John's lesson or whatever. And, and gets my mind off of, and I'm just doing the practice swings. And then I have to tell myself, just fucking don't even, you're not even hitting the ball. Just swing, you know. So we should get some sort of group discount since he's using all three of us to teach us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's he's. Uh, before we re up, we're gonna have to negotiate as a team. He's using you to fix yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Scott, you're in no sort of lesson plan or anything like that, no, but um, I'm in the uh, lay low for this season, and uh, after after. Uh, Maybe even visiting uh, worlds with you guys, but not playing. Uh, play the Born Harry. Who cares? We're down. Yeah. We're, hey, we're down for that. Yeah. But uh, we're good either way. Yeah. But after that, I'll sign back up, and Old Diablo's going to tear it up after after this year. Uh, we know we know a guy for lessons. Yeah, turns yeah. out. And uh, to tell you the truth, I need to. I want to. I want to just get my swing down because I, I know that's all it is. I get my swing down, and then everything else will fall in place. Yeah. Well. We got we got somebody for you. I mean, we, we make nothing off of the. Uh, yeah. I you mean, know. I paid for his golf and he didn't even buy me a beer. So. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> although, although it's funny. Uh, so to get get back into my lesson, he goes halfway through my lesson. I just abandoned my swing thoughts and just went. You know what? Just practice swing and everything. And I was I started hitting the ball well. And he's like. See, or no, that that that's not what brought it up, but that did happen. But he goes, he goes. So what I noticed playing with you guys is that you know most of the way through the round, you're doing everything marginally okay. But then later in the round, you start, you know, this and this uh, alcohol, yeah, yeah. And then that was my. And I go, <laughs> he goes, and I go, yeah, we're like. We're, we drink <laughs> yeah. like our, our blood alcohol up. and he's like so that's what you need to do and he like kind of recommend he's like you need to take a lesson <laughs> while you're yeah, drinking <laughs> and I'm like I'm in I'm back there in go, I'm back so in. we need to figure that out We I think we had this on the podcast as an idea before the three of us need to have a what 6.30 7, 7.30 lesson yeah close the building and then I got a nice ch- or a refrigerator in my truck let's uh you know uh, podcast from the parking lot and yep. uh, you know smash some beers and you know go. Yep. All right. I mean, so where is this place? Sixty uh, Seventh Avenue and uh, the one on one, basically. One on one. Beersley. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have them all over, but we're, again, we don't get paid for them. Yeah, we and don't. We're only uh, we're only uh, you know uh, 
signing off on our guy because there was a previous guy that was not such a guy. Yeah, it's not necessarily about the company that he works for. The because I signed up with the company that he works for mm-hmm. with a different instructor, and it was like all bad. Like I was hearing these positive, you know, feedback from other guys that were, and I'm just like, man, that's not the experience I'm having. And then all of a sudden, I got switched over, and it was like, oh, okay, this is how yeah. it's supposed all, all to go. All of a sudden, right? we, we planned the mutiny, and the mutiny happened. Oh, that's good. Uh, we were the Wagner group, but we didn't stop before we got to Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but somebody did get exiled to yeah, uh, he, yeah. Belarus. Yeah. Uh, Putin got exiled in that scenario. Right. So, so that's lessons. That's about all I can say. I don't want to harp on it, because it's all the same shit, dude. Uh, I'm struggling with the same stuff. Honestly, our lessons have been the same for six to probably seven lessons ago. Yeah. Uh, it, I only want to bring them up still because it's encouragement for those of you who are on the fence whether you should or not. Uh, well, it's I funny. Twenty years sucking. It's funny. I got, um, I got some text messages throughout the week uh, from some folks that I've known for years, right? That have seen me golf well and have seen me completely shit i mean the last couple years dude i've been i've been at the lowest i've ever been like i was ready to walk away from the game before the the lesson thing like this was my last ditch effort to to try to get back to where i was because i was so unhappy with how poorly i was playing and i've been getting like i I literally i got some text messages from some folks that were like hey man like you're playing you're you're playing well like you had a good round on at the fu like you've been you've been playing well and it's like, yeah, like sometimes you kind of need that realization because it's so easy to, to just get frustrated with, uh, I, I'm not improving as fast as I think I should be or, you know, but then you step back and you look at it and other people see it too. Like I, like I actually am, like it's paying off for me. Like I'm spending a shit ton of money to go take these lessons, but it's worth it for me. Like I'm, I'm playing better golf. You're feeling better. I'm, yeah. Like it, it and when just, it's your primary entertainment, you're not spending that much money. No, no, no. But when you look at it on paper, you're like, oh, oh shit, yeah. like that's aggressive. But then when, yeah, put it that way. Like yeah. th- this is my hobby. Like I don't have other hobbies. Yeah. yeah we're not doing word working at my house or anything. No, no. I, I, didn't, I didn't buy a lathe. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Although, it'd be cool. Uh, So, Golf Simulator and Woodshop. There's not Mr. Rogers. Uh, So, all right. So, lessons, uh, bottom line is, it's a a slog through all the same stuff. It's it's a grind. It's a slow grind through a lot of bad habits that takes a long time to work out. Everything I was ever worried about lessons, which was the, they're going to change everything you're doing. They're going to change everything you're doing. But it's not. And you're going to get worse. Uh, for me, the biggest sell I would say on getting lessons is I have severe shoulder damage from swinging wrong for 30 years. Uh, and when I swing correctly, it doesn't hurt. And But to your point of they're going to change everything about your swing and you're going to get worse and all that stuff, they don't... If you have the right instructor, I'm going to preface it with if you have the right instructor, they're not going to completely overhaul your swing on day one they're going to give you little bits and go what's nice is our guy does often don't try this try this at the range yeah try this on the course don't take this to the course until we're ready like you're gonna have like multiple lessons 
if you decide to enter into something like this, you're going to have multiple lessons where you're going to suck. You're not going to be able to hit the ball, but he's going to go, just go play golf. Like when you play golf, just go play golf. Don't try to bring this to the course. We will decide when you're ready to go take this to the course. Don't do Just go play golf. When you're going, just go play golf, you know? And what you'll find is a lot of that stuff kind of creeps in a little bit here and there. Like you're going to get incrementally better a little bit here and there because you're, you can't not bring it to the course. You're going to be thinking about it every time you have a club in your hand. But if you do it correctly, you can segment those out and you can be like, all right, this is my swing when I'm on the golf course. I'm just, I'm just hitting the ball. I'm playing the game that I know. And then in your lesson plan, you're really working on trying to fix those habits. So it's not a complete, all right, forget everything you knew about swinging a golf club and we're gonna fix everything right now. It's a incremental, we're gonna start here, do this, do this a thousand times, and then we're gonna move on to this, do this a thousand times, you know. So, it, uh, as you said earlier, me on the tee box, I'm not thinking which house am I gonna hit. I'm thinking where in the fairway is this gonna land. Right. And that right there is, you know, worth every penny I've ever paid. Because, listen, what that does, what that sets you up for, if you can stand on a tee box, because previously, for me anyway, I'm standing on the tee box going, I just want to be somewhere in grass where I can hit yeah. the ball after this. Hopefully if there's not a tree in front of me. Oh. Right. Like, I just want to be able to play the next shot. Um, but the the better you get incrementally, the more it goes from, I just want to be able to hit the next shot to what side of the fairway do I want to be on to have my best approach into the yeah. green? Or, you know, do and I do I need to lay up short of the trouble over here? Or what kind of shot am I trying to hit? You know, and it just goes that way instead of standing on every tee box just going, I hope I hit grass. And to give, here, here's a good example of what, you guys heard the uh, podcast after uh, Average and I went to Mayan Palace last time, and uh, we pretty much threw every shag bag, <laughs> shag ball we had in the bed. Uh, I was, I don't know, 100 and I was 35 over, something like that. Uh, we're both going to uh, Rocky Point again uh, in a few weeks, in July, yeah. a couple weeks, and we made sure we booked Mayan Palace because we got redemption. I think yep. we got redemption. I'm, I'm feeling like. I'm only going to lose eight balls <laughs> instead of 27. I really, I really feel that way. <laughs> it, it's going to be completely different conditions. It's going to be hot as fuck. Now, if it's a 35 mile hour crosswind, all bets are off because that was fucking bullshit. But uh, looking forward to that. Uh, we're doing the opposite, where we usually play whatever course, um, Mayan Palace or uh, Del Mar, uh, Isla Del Mar, for those of you who don't go there. Um, those are the two courses we usually play like the day before, and mm -hmm. then we always play Palomas on Saturday. This right. time we're playing Palomas on Friday yep. to get that little happy-go-lucky round in. Yep. And then, which, which by the way, that's no that's no schmo course. Uh, we just Palomas you, and, is, you and I both have played it pretty yeah. well. It's historically that, that's our why. home that's our home course yeah, our in home Mexico. Course in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know we yeah. know where yeah. to go, yeah. where not to go. Uh, where Mayan Palace was designed by Jack Nicholas, and uh, as I have made no secret, that guy's an asshole when it comes to course design because uh, he puts pot bunkers right where I hit it down the middle. Uh, and when I hit it down 
when I hit it left, he puts pot puggers there too. It's like that guy. Uh, yeah, he does like the pot bunker. But yeah, we are uh, very much looking forward to uh, redemption, and there will be a podcast probably in Mexico. In Mexico. On the way back, while we get stopped by the federalities four times. I'm thinking we hang out on the veranda and we recap <laughs> around. I'm I'm not trying to do it in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> well, depends well, on if we get pulled over four times. Uh, that, that, that's possible with the uh, the, the yeah, ARs yeah. and the yeah like it was it was uh, aggressive. Is that an M60 pointed at us? We're, it looks like an M60. We're, try, we're trying to give the guy beers. <laughs> like hey, uh, 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 hey, you look thirsty. <laughs> Cerveza? No, uh, no, so, okay. No gracias. Anyway, I, th- I think we're at the point to uh, go with your poll question. Now you put that on Facebook earlier today. So, with regards to, uh, go ahead and uh, yeah. So, the, so the poll question was somewhat incomplete. So I'm being told. Listen, it was one of those. It was a would you rather, but more golf related. It was a Scott and you. You don't pay attention on social media, so uh, this will be fresh for you. Would you rather <clears throat> you play bucket list courses, like you name it, Pinehurst, Pebble whatever the fuck, Bandon, St. Andrews, you play poor, uh, bucket list courses forever. That's your, your, your thing. Solo. But you're playing as a single. You play the, all the golf you want to play, bucket list courses. This is what I didn't specify. Yeah, you didn't specify. Unlimited, yeah. Yeah. just all the golf you want. This, these are the only courses yeah. you play. You're already enhancing the question. Bucket list courses. Well, this is what I was implying. This is what yeah. was going on in my. This is what's keeping me up at night. <laughs> yeah, it didn't translate on Facebook, but bucket uh, list we're, we're courses in. as a single. No. Or I wouldn't do that. Or schmo courses, and and when I say schmo, cold water, Palm Brook, you know yeah. the the courses, uh, the courses we play. We like. Yeah, <laughs> the schmoes we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mediocre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're playing but, nothing but mediocre golf uh, with the MGA for the rest of your life, or you can play any course you want by yourself. Yeah. You're playing with the boys at Schmo courses. No. Uh, no option. No option of bringing the boys to on your golf trip. It's your bucket list golf, or you got Schmo courses for the rest of your life, but you got the boys. I got the boys and some the shitty courses I don't care I'm going to tell you it was 100% 100% pretty much a landslide and uh, when I read it I took it as the usual Facebook you know clickbait thing where you get to pick whatever course you want to and that's what you play the rest of your life didn't even expand it into what you did as far as the you get to play all the great courses, yeah. but any, you're, you're solo. Any, any bucket list any, course. Any and everywhere. You name it. And uh, I have those of you who listen, I usually try to pick the opposite of what everybody else thinks. I like playing as a solo. So so not time, even so not even you're playing with the boys and that that's the best. See, what I was trying to get at is so where where are I, I think with the boys you're where, gonna have to put a capper on the where, quality of course. Where are our values? Is where where I was trying to go with it. Well mine is mine is being with a group of people that we all have the same attitude about the sport we're playing and also have the same attitude if if I do something fantastic, I want my boys around me. I don't want to be by myself going, oh, nobody else saw me but one one. I want everybody, we get all fucked up, but I had my boys with me. 
Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 100%. I, 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 uh, I don't disagree. What I was trying to figure out is, is I, I think where is the line? Where is the line between I want to go play some nice courses and what will I give up? What will I sacrifice to go play those courses? And it's clearly not the boys, right? Like, what else will you sacrifice? Will I give up? Okay, I got to drive around a Geo Metro forever, but I get to play bucket list golf courses forever. Like, like I'm trying to figure out where the line is. Like, everybody's got that. Everybody wants to play these bucket list courses, but it seems like, and and we've done several golf trips where it's the boys. It's the boys only. Boys only. <laughs> if, if you're basically telling me that, like, we could do the Mesquite trip, but we can't play the courses in Mesquite and unless you're by yourself, or you get to take the guys' trip to Aguila. Yeah. Yeah. You take the boys' trip. But I'm you're... going the guys at Aguila. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing at Aguila, by the way. There's nothing in Mesquite except for golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm still going to hang with the boys at Aguila for the three days. Yeah. Because that was the fun part. I mean, yeah. well, see, we're not that, telling that's stories. The other thing too. We don't like, tell stories about the golf. Yeah. No, we never do. We talk about how somebody was so drunk that he <laughs> like, uh, uh, almost made out with a tranny. <laughs> yeah, they almost made out with a tranny. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that, that probably didn't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't disagree. It's I, ultimately like when you add it to where it's like bucket list courses by yourself, that really has a draw to it because I, you know, I'm playing the Masters. I've played. I'm playing, you know, uh, Beth Play Page. I'm playing. I'm wherever I want to play. Play. I'm going to. I'm, I'm playing Tahiti, the place you played in yeah. Hawaii. I'm playing all those. But like, the best example is your trip to Hawaii. Y- yeah. Would you have rather had me or Scotty sitting next to you? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I, you name it. Any, pick yeah. anybody from our chapter. Yeah. Okay. Pick almost anybody. From <laughs> I was about to name names. <laughs> no, uh, guy writes it. <laughs> but seriously, hundred percent. I, I I've played. I played Spanish Bay as a single. And it was great. I fucking loved it. I had a. I didn't play particularly well, but I enjoyed the hell out of the course. It was peaceful. I had nobody like I literally was out on the course by my have a course to myself. It so there is that enjoyable aspect to it. But would I have rather had the boy? Hundred yeah. percent. You know. Uh, I mean, I got to tell you one thing that I really, really, really loved is when we went to Mexico. And it was the one that's close to the hotel. I don't know what Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> we were playing there, and we didn't give a shit who scored what, but we were cheering each other on. Oh, that was the first trip. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. That was and when that I hit. That was a blast because. That was when I hit somebody one. Somebody that just didn't give a fuck and bam, here you I go. I hit one 320 up 16. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing nine at the time. <laughs> That was the. Um, it's like, look, I carried the hill. Uh, we're playing this one over here. Oh, <laughs> that, we had a big group. We had a big group that time. That was, yeah, that was uh, I think, nine of us. That was a lot of us. Yeah, that was a good trip. Fuck, that was a good trip. But that, that's what I remember. I remember those times. I don't remember that I scored well at this course or this course. 
I remember what I did with my friends. Well, I think you had, you'd have to start with scoring well at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. So <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Hey. We don't remember you scoring yeah, well at any of those courses either. You're going to need to like let us know what you think scoring well is. And we'll, you know, we'll remind you that that time that happened. Remember that one time? No, I don't. Yeah, I, I actually... I've, I've always really enjoyed playing as a single just because, you know, you play faster and you play through and you're in your own head. You usually score better, which, you know, maybe you're cheating. Who I don't know. Uh, but, man, if you're going to tell me I have to give up the hang. Yeah. That, I mean, well, the hangs. Put it this way. Uh, you, you've you said it multiple times. One of your one of your favorite rounds of golf. We didn't even get in a full round, but it was the it was the third round we played on my birthday, on my 40th oh, yeah. birthday. Uh, Pacific Dunes. At Pacific Dunes. Absolutely the we best We got in, hang. what, 14 holes? We played, yeah, we played 14 we we played half of fifteen, but right. we played fourteen holes, and and but nobody gave a shit. We were just hit the ball, hit it again. Uh, like it was just. Uh, so anyway, we you know, for some context, uh, we played the preserve, which is a thirteen hole uh, par three. Yep, all walking, fun, and we played Bandon Dunes, which is the signature course, the right name course, and then if you play two rounds at Bandon Dunes, the third round's for free. Yep, and so five of us still had feet enough to go because i mean mine were on fire but it was my last day so i was going uh poor steve fucking his whole foot's a blister so he, he ain't walking right uh diablo who was also there is going they won't let me have a cart that quick uh, and so he didn't go but it was just five of us and it was legitimately we played a five-player scramble as individual golf yep is pretty because i went fuck that ball's gone i'm gonna go drop next to yeah just drop one up here like we're just yeah getting an eye getting a feel for the court we were just out there having fun we're trying to get as many holes in before it got dark is pretty much what we were doing and it was so much fun watching uh your brother-in-law mitch hit one 340 and you're going (laughs) you know the hole's only like 280 right (laughs) he's like i think the wind caught it you think you think Ah, Christ. Yeah. No, so, all right. So that's a shitty poll question then. Yeah. Because... Uh, it, it brought conversation out, so it's good. Uh, but I, it really, the... It boils down to, if you're a professional golfer, you're probably going to do the single one because you want to play all those courses. But if you're, you know, guys are... We golf for the hang. Yeah. I, I don't golf for fucking golf. Really. Well, it's the hang. Well, it's both. I mean, it's I want to play really, well. Because, but, I again, I've had... I've had enjoyable rounds playing as a single and it, I, it, I'm really torn because I really do. I enjoy playing the course. I really enjoy playing the course, no matter who I'm with. If I'm with anybody, I like playing against the course. Like that's what golf is about. Yeah. You're not playing against the guy. And that's what we're all doing. You know, but like your Hawaii trip, mm-hmm. what did you do after every hole? Yeah, no, I... You fucking video recorded, yep. so we all saw it, and, because you wanted to share it, because there wasn't somebody sitting next right. to you, you know, I wanted being to, the bitch. I wanted to bring everybody in, and and so, no, I'm I'm resoundingly in agreement with, I prefer having the boys. I played Coldwater the way it was last week, on repeat, with the boys, before, where, yeah. pick anywhere. 
and we all bitch in the clubhouse about how shitty the conditions are every fucking yeah, day. Yeah, about uh, how the greens were punched. <laughs> Why can't we play somewhere else? <laughs> well, it turns out I made this deal with the devil. Oh. <laughs> I, I answered a would you rather poll, yeah. and here I am. This fucking average minute podcast fucking <laughs> plunge me in the depths of hell. <sighs> I, I don't have any fucked up would you rathers to, to uh, you know... I just, I just don't have it in me right now. It hasn't been keeping me up. All the weird, you know. So you've been sleeping well. <laughs> so that's good. Well, um, listen, I've been spending a lot of time at the lake. And uh, usually when I'm at the lake, um, there's activities that happen oh, at night. Nice. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, Speaking of, uh, there, there is a uh, newfound information that you told me recently that uh mrs average is a listener so all those times you've said mrs average doesn't listen uh we're gonna have to edit this out oh yeah (laughs) because uh jessica you're not supposed to know nobody's supposed to know boys only (laughs) yeah uh she don't listen uh i was pretty sure she listened much much of how i learn people listen is they go man i never listened to that and then they say something i said that was on the podcast they repeat something you're like wait a minute Hold on. I don't understand the whole dicks for fingers thing. I thought you said you didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, I have no idea. I've been the last, I've been kind of this whole second segment. I've been thinking about what's the name of the episode. I don't have it. I don't know. Dicks for fingers. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out. We'll do another dicks for fingers <laughs> cover photo for the episode. No, that's not a thing. Uh, it turns out there's a process afterwards. We probably ought to like make that the next commercial. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, I throw things out, he shoots them down, and then he comes up with his own thing at all. That, that's pretty much how we do it. All right. Well, yeah. we can end the episode, and then we can hash that out. Uh, so I say some sort of uh, thank you, Diablo, for coming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, this guy. I, I'm glad I came. Well, welcome back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Archbishop of Diablo. It. I'm going to tell you, and uh, I apologize. Uh, out there in podcast land, you've probably heard this a hundred times. I know these guys have. When we started church, yeah, this was well before Bob. Yeah, I, I was dead. This was many, many years many, ago. Many, many moons. Many years ago. Uh, it was, we were in a situation with work where, you know, Mrs. Average was spending quite a bit of time at work. And this is when Mrs. Average was working for you, right? And uh, you didn't have a whole lot going on <clears throat> socially, uh, right? <laughs> at, at the time, uh, uh, kick him in the dick. Really, kick him in the dick. You know, yeah, but, you know, how, do you have any prospects? Do you have any reason to even get up in the morning? No. <laughs> I, I I like sports. I could do something in sports. <laughs> you know, like the general manager of a professional baseball uh, they team. Usually give those to actual <laughs> former players. <laughs> no, so so you you had uh, you were single at the time, and uh, you know I was I don't know feeling like I was because Mrs. Average was at work so much. And uh, so we decided, hey, on Thursdays... Uh, Ken's a trophy wife, by the way. He's, yeah, well, you know, I... He accepts it. I show if up. If you didn't see the uh, 
uh, Kelly fixed my Can Am episode. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And don't worry, I sat there standing right next to him watching her do it. <laughs> Listen, it's her Can Am. <laughs> <laughs> Fix my toy. I, I, I can drive it again. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive the RV. I'll drive the Can Am. I'll drive the boat. Uh, that's my role. I get her to the destinations she wants to go. So no, so she's working like crazy. It, it was different times. Yeah, and she doesn't work like crazy anymore. Uh, probably not. It's it was, listen. We're we're not going to get into that. But me and Scott, we were like, fuck. What? Let's let's go hit range balls because at the time you were like shooting ski different nights, and we we're like, let's go to the range. Let's because you were getting back into golf at that time, and so we decided, all right, Thursday's range night. So we just decided on Thursdays we're coming here, Valley Golf Center, and uh, hit range balls, and we'll tailgate in the parking lot, and that, and then it turned into freaking fifteen people showing up, and now it's back to now it's back to just us. <laughs> but this was this was years ago, but it was just me and Scott back in those days. Yeah, my first year in the MGA was twenty nineteen. Uh, I came to church one week, and the next week was your newspaper ad thing with uh, what. West Valley View. Yeah, 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 the one that they throw uh, in your driveway that everybody just throws in the recycling. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. pick it up and throw it in my recycle bin every time. Um, uh, please stop throwing it there. Uh, and after that, it, it ended up, you know, it was like 20, 25 people that showed up for that. Yeah. And then it slowly dwindled, dwindled, dwindled to like 8 or 10. And then Average and I really became a thing, so to speak, uh, when it was just me and him. And don't leave two funny people by themselves. It, it gets dark. <laughs> right. We talk about, yeah, yeah all yeah, kind of yeah, stupid it, shit. So now we know where the bodies are buried. Yep. Yeah. Right. So there's that. So, but, but it's good to have it, Diablo it, here. And it's great know. to have the original founding member of church back at church. I'm glad I'm back. Because hopefully this podcast was funny because without Diablo, it could have got dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sometimes. <laughs> 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 you ever sit in a bathtub in the dark <laughs> all right so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna call it um thank you all for listening thanks for hanging in there the last couple weeks we've been uh, uh we'll, we'll do better you know, uh, mia well, uh, i can't guarantee that we're gonna be able to do listen so so i got a four day lake weekend next week ain't happening I, I'm, I'm at the lake four days this weekend. I go back to work for three days, and then I'm at the lake again for a regular weekend. Yeah, so not next week. The week after, we let's commit. Yeah. we got a pre-whatever uh, the Bradish. Well, next week. we got next, a pre-Bradish. Next it's week. It's going to be church episodes. Yeah, next on. week I'm in on church. Yeah. I'm here. So if you all hate church episodes, we apologize. The uh, barrage Yeah, the, the audio quality is anymore. not super deluxe but we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway uh, we'd love to do the barrage but apparently uh two days in a row is uh yeah not working out for you know everyone it's uh and, you know it's a lot it's, it wasn't working out for me either it's so a lot don't, so don't worry about it that wasn't me calling you out or no I, we're not calling anybody out what i'm saying is it's a lot to ask you know yeah. meanwhile we're we're showing up at whip's house and he's trying yeah, to get his, yeah. his backyard kitchen figured out and he's got the grandbaby and you know, he's, he's got to feed a family and yeah. like, it's a whole thing so uh he's got we'll, his nanny bra down we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get the schedule figured out we're gonna get content to y'all i know both of you guys listening yeah. 
are waiting for the next episode to drop. So, yeah, we'll, so stop yelling at me, Montana. Uh, we'll get on that. So uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening. And uh, till next time, we will see you in the rough.